What if you could travel to parallel worlds, the same year, the same Earth, only different dimensions? A world where the Russians rule America, or where your dreams of being a superstar came true, or where San Francisco was a maximum security prison. My friends and I found the gateway. Now the problem is finding a way back home. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another glorious episode of Circling the Vortex, brought to us this week by Edulearn and Jolt Cola, where three colas plus two colas equals five Jolt Colas. If you'd like your promotional Jolt Cola, please turn in your Jolt Cola coupon at the end of the episode. Uh, joining me today, though, I'm your host, Ben, and joining me today from a world in which every person in a position of authority has to be a clown, we have Nathan. And I do mean an actual, literal, in-makeup clown, just to be clear. It's... It's a very scary world when, you know, there's a, a man on the TV saying, uh, you know, the lockdown's going to continue and he's an utter clown. Um, but there we go. <laughs> Ooh, political. <laughs> political. <laughs> political. Uh, um, it was also the only, just the first one that popped into my head. But I mean, it could be like your head teacher. I was thinking more the policeman clowns. Policeman clowns, but that'd 100%. be really yeah. t- that'd be really hard to do because of the long shoes. However, you could you could <laughs> <laughs> they'd be tripping over all the time. <laughs> I love that. That's, however, that's however, fantastic. the benefit of clown police um, is that when there's a crime and the police car rocks up, like twenty of them come out. It is, it's quite impressive. You know, clown car technology. Yeah, you know, Mr. Smiles rocks out with his uh, baton and his mace ready with 19 fellow officers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where am I from? And I guess I'm joined by Ben, who comes from a world where every time you break a bone, it grows back stronger. Okay. That's interesting. That sounds pretty cool. So, what, people are just like breaking the bones in their body on purpose? Yeah. Like, so you just, like, snap your fingers a bunch. Like, but you go through the pain, I take it. And I'm guessing oh, the it, oh, healing process isn't fun. Yeah. It's not like magical healing, but, no, you know, like it knits together stronger. So, you, you know, you find mm. people that have been, like, knocked off mountains and with hench bones. Wow. Okay. Is it scary? Okay. Is it scary, Ben? I mean, it's a bit scary, but at the same time, I think you're just going to have a lot of people breaking bones for the sake of getting stronger. And it's like, you think about it like from a competitive sport or like soldier perspective. Imagine if you signed up to be in the military, I would imagine they would like repeatedly break a lot of your bones to make you tougher in combat, oh. for example. Can you imagine that? It's like, how many, it'd be like a badge of honor. How many times have you had your leg, like the bones in your legs broken? 35 times. Oh. Just so I'm soup. See, this is dark. Very oh, I, I didn't want it to go dark. Not that dark, but now I'm thinking like, I'm so... like you join the army, then like they medically break your spine and skull. Yeah. Like, every... oh yeah. no, no, I yeah. take that world back. I don't like it. <laughs> you didn't think that one through, did you? I didn't think <laughs> it through. Quant- the constant. Well, to be fair, in 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 the land of sliders, most of the writers don't think their concept is through either. <laughs> but we are here to talk about. Uh, the Young and the Relentless, which is episode uh, 11 of season 2, episode 21 of Circling the Vortex. And I really enjoyed this episode. It was a hoot. And I can't wait to uh, go over it with you, Nathan. 
it was it was fun yeah and thinking, looking back at it it uh it follows one of my one of my sliders rules that uh, the the worlds which have the least like set dressing to do often make the best episodes yes the 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 concept here was a strong one a singular one in which they were able to explore it in a couple of interesting ways with the a and b plot um so let's get into it i think and do our recap and uh talk about it as we go do you want to start us off so i guess oh i like the end ending the beginning um mm-hmm. go straight in and we see quinn face down in a pool with yeah, some in the pretty cold open. jazzy music. Very, yep. you know, lots of, lots of guitar and setting the mood. Then we cut to, well not cut, then boom, normal Sliders intro. And we got a, a nice soft landing for Arturo, finally. Yeah, play, playing on the, the gag that he always hurts himself and gets people land on him. He actually... Landed in a sun, la- sun lounger, didn't he? I'm, I'm glad it's actually landing. paid off him complaining every time he lands. It's. I'm glad it's gone somewhere. It's nice. Mm. Yeah. We got the payoff. We got the payoff. Finally. Finally. Uh, interestingly, not one of the things we were like <laughs> monitoring on an episode by episode basis. Uh, I wish we had been. Now we would have been so much more happy. Uh, at that but uh well you know let, let's let's chuck out the our always on the watch out for gatewatch, gatewatch. always he was checking out thirsty wade um and what are, what other ones have we got oh uh, how many times can remy kind of reference being the crime man or part of you know his yeah. singing career and um, only, only one of those uh occurred this episode oh, but boy oh did it occur didn't it just yes Ooh. so we then quickly catch up to the cold open don't we yeah, uh, very which quickly. is which is um quinn face down in the pool and it's an in- instantly we realize we're on a world with his double uh, and his double has died and is in the pool uh, and uh, and then quickly remy goes for help in this fancy house and shows up with wade with long hair the double of wade now we were trying to remember now, do do correct us if we're wrong. Send us a tweet, uh, post on the Reddit thread, etc. Please let us know if there have been many other examples of double wades because we couldn't think of any. I've got a feeling one might have been referenced, but I mm. I can't recall a double wade episode. No, and uh, obviously we we often really enjoy the double episodes. They're often the strongest. And this didn't disappoint in that regard because I think what we got to see here, what you get with a double episode is the the fact that the actor gets to let loose and do a performance that they haven't done for, you know, however many episodes. They get to have a bit of fun. And I think Wade had a great time. Uh, Sabrina Lloyd absolutely chewed up the scenery doing her best... um, soap opera dynasty era you know 80s big hair sort of power woman you know uh what did i say black widow style just not not scarlet Johansson, black widow <laughs> kind of entrapment and using her sexuality and stuff stuff way doesn't get to do because she's the tomboy and the and the feminist and all I that think, stuff I think not she did it women. really well it she, she, even she with, had a great time 
even with things like the the way she spoke, the body language, the movement, it it just had that edge that was like, yeah, this is cheesy soap. When oh, it, through it, this this episode was so hundred percent, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, we looked it up. We looked it up. So we, you thought, you know, the young, you felt like you knew a, something called the young and the restless, didn't you? It rang a bell, um, and I kept calling this mm. episode that. Um, looked it up, and it is it is a soap. So I'm guessing it was a, what like an '80s era soap around twenty somethings, I would guess based on. I think it was definitely in the '80s. Yeah, I don't know my American but soaps that well. I have to admit. <laughs> everyone and especially Wade, but everyone is sort of yeah, just hamming it up. Just you know, it is. Uh, so should we carry on, sort of going through it? So basically, best kind of cheese. Wade Wade gets introduced. Double Wade. Um, obviously at this point we don't know any more about what's going on about any of the machinations but quickly we realised that Q-Ball or QR as he is in this uh, world was a mover and shaker in business and we understand that we're established fairly quickly that people over the age of 30 are persona non grata they're treated like shit basically um and yeah if you haven't made it by the time you have forced to retire at 30 you're basically nothing so that means all young people are incredibly like capitalist and ambitious and cutthroat and like all the worst traits of business are basically manifest in young people because they they don't have the time and they have to achieve these things very early on um and yeah wade wants to use our double cue ball to help seal the deal on uh his education software which is which is edulearn which is little more than um basically product placement and uh corporate greed so it's it's pretty awful when we find that out um and 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 then it kind of just goes from there and we get you know the one of the more fun B plots as well with Arturo and Remy who are basically banished to the downtown city where um, they quickly discover uh, older people and are not um, loved for it. And as an old, as someone in his thirties, I certainly felt, you know, old. a kinship with you, what they went through. You're an old through. man now. I am. According I am. to this world, at least. Um, Obi Wan, as uh, Arturo gets called, which. Jimmy Carter lost the election. Well, he got ousted by he got Howard hounded, Stern. Hounded out of office by Howard, by Howard Stern. Stern. Then they dropped the voting age to nine. <laughs> um, but what I think... I mean, obviously, they would have needed to do it simply for casting. Um, but I'm glad they didn't go for the obvious literal kids doing adult jobs kind of cliche. You know, like a ten-year-old being the barman—that kind of. <laughs> you know, a, the ages. I want to say, you know, mid-twenties, maybe a lot of these people. So they're not—they're not stupid. You know, they're not like a five-year-old, but they're—you can tell they're very obviously inexperienced in what they're doing in a lot of the. A lot of the jobs, like the the judge, is not exactly uh, you know. I think a it's interesting, respectable, because they give a time frame here. So we have to bear in mind that this mo- the, the sliders is mid nineties, right? Uh, and they timelined the the Howard Stern ousting of Carter in nineteen eighty, didn't they? Right? I don't know my U.S. presidents that well, but I'm pretty sure it was nineteen eighty. They said, um, which means that the timeline was very short between that. 
So that means that this society we're living in, which is this, it, it still has a lot of resentment, doesn't it? So it's not like it's several generations deep into this society. It's only like one, or, like two one or two at yeah. the most. So you've still got a lot of like real bubbling under the surface um, resentment towards the baby boomers and the problems that they caused basically which weirdly enough is felt very real to this day to do things like the housing crisis and stuff like that has got a lot to do with um, the the society the baby boomers set up so um, yeah I think I think that's interestingly prescient and yeah normally we get with these alternative worlds a very extended timeline don't we for a lot of so change yeah. to have happened whereas this felt a lot more immediate so the resentment felt towards Arturo and Remy was re- really palpable in that bar scene like basically the young people attacked them oh, yeah, they defended he's... themselves and then they got taken to to kangaroo court to be dealt with very very swiftly by a judge whose affectations were long hair drumsticks and he basically looked like he was trying to be kind of Kurt Cobain like throughout this we got a lot of what I would describe as like rip off chili pepper-esque inspired sound music that throughout kind of it's like and it was all very guitar twangy and, yeah yeah um so what was it he said no, I, to the oh when, Art- when arturo was kicking off he was like fair enough you cap on me man but you can't insult the cutest counselor <laughs> something it was oh it's kind of like uh high school isn't it like late high school dialogue almost where they're all that and i guess you know what they're saying is many of them were meant to be that age yeah sort of between sort of 16 and 21 is what most of the the characters are meant to be in this so i think what we were established with quinn and wade as well is the reason that their um machinations for for the software were so intense is that they were reaching the late 20s point so they were kind of like running out of time before to make a success of themselves which is what was putting pressure on them um so there, there's some there's some stuff at play here so we we've kind of how do you want to do this do you want to sort of cycle back to quinn and wade's storyline a little bit yeah well before i do it's one thing that i think it might be overlooked or it might be me reading way too much into it when uh Rembrandt was reading from the you know the magical book they get every time that <laughs> they always the find a book it just goes to the library get world history done everything um yeah he said, oh, you know, been ousted, Howard Stern, blah, blah, blah. People over the age of 30 forced to retire. But they have very good recycling. Are they yes. recycling the older people? Well, they <laughs> also impl- implied that for some reason that they, they like, banned f- deforestation, yeah. like, aggressive um, lumbering. I guess I don't, it was a weird thing to throw away. And it was like, like, and Remy makes a crack about, well, I'm not a tree. It's like, know. all right. Is there like we some know that. secret Soylent Green thing going on in this world? I, or? I think you might be. Okay, I'm, I think I might, I might be reading too much into this. Maybe they're just really good at yeah. sorting out their rubbish. I also thought it was really funny that when Wade says we've got over 30 guests coming, or not a lot, you thought they meant there was like a capacity on the party and therefore Remy couldn't go because it was a race thing. And I thought that was hilarious that you didn't understand it was an age thing. <laughs> well, like he asked, and they were like, ah, oh, they're over 30. I was like, oh my goodness, so wow, is this like this kind of world? There's too many people. No, you're not allowed. Um, I like the idea there's a fire marshal or something at this party. He's like, no, capacity. You cannot have any more 
in this party. Look, I'm so this is, this is where we live in. I'm so used to having Pete. a set capacity now. How many people <laughs> to meet? It's a post-COVID um, viewpoint that you're watching sliders through. <laughs> and I thought she I was it. just being awful to Rembrandt, but no, she was being awful to Rembrandt because he's old. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so they've gone off and got arrested, um, and then. We, meanwhile, in the A plot, oh, Quinn and Wade are basically being, especially especially Quinn is being like used to get evil Wade, Corpo Wade, whatever she wants um, from him, basically. And she's dangling that, she's dangling that sexiness just constantly oh, yeah. in she's, front of him. She puts on some weird like satin combo for the party while he is wearing a chessboard. Yeah, the one of the worst. I thought perhaps the worst outfit I'd ever seen. But then oh. we met another character, Kyle Beck, sh- oh. who showed up in what I can only describe as a vomit shirt with an accompanying, but somehow still clashing, vomit tie. I mean, the vomit and I, is the nineties. I, I couldn't actually comprehend. How it could be that bad? The nineties uh, drew up on him. So th- those weird patterns, they're just aggressive. I think you're being harsh on that. I think it's more eighties. I think I think the 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 clothing in this. They actually Wade and Quinn reference how it's retro, and I think what we're seeing is that this is meant to be eighties meets nineties inspired fashion because culture has not developed from that point due to what happened in the eighties with the young people kind of revolution. So that's what's always been hip. And it's like fashion has therefore kind of gone off in a different, much worse direction. It would seem, uh, and nineties fashion was bad, but this is worse. Like this is worse um, so I, I grew up in the 90s Nate I'm going to defend it a little bit I'm just saying I grew up um, in a bit of the 90s thank you well, I grew up through all, to, all of it yeah. so I, <laughs> I um, yeah it, uh, you know because if it was 90s what I would have expected was more gr- more grunge like we got some of that with the music and the look with the hair some of the hair like the judge for example he had a bit of a grunge vibe to him but like not not so much oh I was thinking older the fashion. more uh bright neon radical side of the 90s like that yeah there was definitely some language 90s like in your face youth culture language going on yeah and it was um yeah it was a weird mismatch i lo- i really enjoyed it though that they really thought about a lot of this from the fashion to the language to the kind of corporate greed is good culture to the uh, overly ambitious nature of everyone uh, and to the pressures that they'd be under. Um, so you kind of felt bad for them. You know, a lot of those young people that, so there is a sympathetic young person character that comes up, which is the public defender of, um, of Wade and Arturo. Oh, who, Tiffany. Tiffany something, but it was just like, Arturo was really horrible to her throughout the episode until she kind of, oh, she redeems like, herself. I'm a end, professor of cosmology. I have more intelligence in my little toe than you do. He's just, I mean, Arturo's Arturo's, um, abusive sass in this episode was at maximum. I mean, he he was basically picking fights with everyone, even though... Literally, to some extent. He knew he would get in shit for it. He could not keep his mouth shut, especially like she's going to get him off the charges. He sticks his foot in it again, gets sentenced to 30 days. uh, And then, but geniusly, plays on being an old person by faking a heart attack which then helps them escape escape prison which is 
pretty amazing, I have to say. Um, and then they end up in kind of like a 30 plus slum in downtown, I guess. It's like almost um, like a soup kitchen kind of. Yeah, well, I felt like it was more than just a soup kitchen. I felt like it was a whole area that was just like given over to the vagrant 30 pluses. Oh. Uh, so, so, so that makes me think what happens, right, when they're 30? They have to retire. We know that, yeah? So are they then basically there's no support for them after that point? I get the impression there's no like uh, welfare state. They're just if you're not ma- you're not making the money, you can't keep your house. Fuck off! You're in the you're in the gutter. So like, it makes me laugh because it was like the the only issue I'd have was that what were the kids doing to support their parents? Not a lot, I guess. They were all just like you know screw you guys. A lot of resentment still. I think I guess they must have. Well, my assumption is because it's very sort of anti boomer <laughs> um most of the their parents have you know just got enough money because they when arturo remember walking around before although they didn't get served no one was being particularly mean to them it was only when he sort of kicked off about not having a beer hmm so what's the reason it, feel, it feels can't... like they're just why, not... why why is there an old person curfew why can't they drink that's the thing. It's like, I'm not... That just speaks to me like general hatred, right? That's not... There's, there's surely no reason so you wouldn't want business from yeah. someone over 30. They've lowered the drinking age, the voting age. So obviously you're going to get, you know, younger people in positions of power. Fair. But then, yeah, that's something like, actually, if you're over 30, you can't drink either. Or work. <laughs> so what? So they all just end up living in the gutter, like so. Yeah, they're all just left to die. Well, it's like, like all wage is basically you just need to get enough money before you're mm. thirty to live out the rest of your life expectancy. Um, it's a really, it's a really shit world, isn't it? Like it, it's, it's a really tip, and I, and I think it really, they really sum it up right at the end when they're when they're sliding when Arturo goes. You can't save every world you slide onto, right? And he basically just throws up his hands and goes, "They're screwed, aren't they?" Like, because e- even even if the awful public school replacement software that Quinn QR was working, oh, what was it called again? Edulearn. Um, edu- Edulearn. Thank you. I keep wanting to say edutainment, but yeah, Edulearn. Um, even if that didn't go through, it only bought that system a couple of years at best, is what they were they were guessing at the end. I can't remember who it was, um, the character name, but one of the ones who stopped Car- uh, Quinn's talk at the party. He briefly mm. mentioned, you know, why don't we stop it and keep some of these old people in jobs for a bit longer? So, that, so they that, are teaching. Yes, um, but that's that, that speaks to a couple of character moments through this episode that were a bit baffling. So that character seemed to have, when we meet him in the party, altruistic motives around maintaining the public school system to keep over 30s employed but also to educate the kids better um and then as the episode progressed he kind of showed up a few more times and the last time we saw him he kind of caught quinn out in a lie like he re- to, to, he could worked out that the quinn there wasn't qr um but then nothing came of that and then the next one was while these guys were like working on their uh, Quinn and um, Wade were working on their plan of catching out evil Wade, 
um, and how they were going to catch her and like imply that she, you know, committed a murder and stuff and, and a felony and that confessed because obviously she's a double. So it's easy enough to do. Um, they get kind of caught by the henchman who had stolen yeah. the um, slide remote. Mr. Gillette. Uh, and he's at the back of, in the back of their car. And then in the very next scene, we're with Quinn going into the conference room at the business. And he's like confront, confronting Vomit Shirt, as I will call him. <laughs> to Black and saying, and saying, we've got, we've got, you know, this videotape got with with evil way confessing so you're finished you're done ha- it wasn't clear how they got away we they kind were of very confused and we yeah because this was in the third act something maybe been cut from not theatrical release um <laughs> cut from tv yeah those two plot point those two plots with that those two characters felt like they were longer and that stuff had been shaved for time. They did that kind definitely felt of like it. wreck on it. Yeah, when they gave they, at the end. They gave enough. But yeah, just about the way you're watching. But there was a it. good ten minutes there where you're like, "What? What happened here? How so, is he oh, free?" They, they gave me a better offer, and I mean, fair enough. But when you're watching it, it it's like, oh, they they were just captured, and now Quinn's there, and Wade's there. Oh, it's. A bit jarring, sort of a jump. It was, it was. And that's a shame because I think it marred a very strong episode from a character and storytelling perspective. This episode was really moving. Things were coming along nicely. I think I think what happened, what was so great here is that Sliders, they really lent into the soapy vibe and it works for this show. Oh, when this yeah. show is self-aware, when it knows that it is quite silly and it is quite over the top and and it doesn't have to be big sci-fi it can be can be just a couple of small concepts but as long as there's some fun stuff for the cast to do and there's some fun stuff to take the characters on um then then you have a good time don't you and this did that but then those little bits were about like hmm what's happening here oh, i don't know um yeah it feels like something missing like you're saying just something might have been shaved off hmm did we miss anything from the recap we want to touch on because we kind of kind of skipped i think a lot of the second act there but um so uh-huh. Rem, remy and uh arturo after escaping get caught again so yeah then we're like back with the public defender and she's doing the bare minimum and that and stuff and they've kind of taught her the error of her ways and how to be better at her job and she redeems herself and shows that she's not completely useless with the basically the barest knowledge of what the legalist the legal requirements would be in that situation yeah that i mean got in trouble the, de- the defense she gives could have probably easily researched it given it before oh yeah i mean it was it wasn't like some great piece of legal manoeuvring, was it? <laughs> it was just it was the sign that had to be visible from outside. It wasn't. And the thing that really grosses me out about this scene is that, yes, they're young. Does young also just mean really, really, really inappropriate? Like, the sexual advances from the judge here to the public defender oh, are just a bit like... What is it he says? Oh, damn... Well sweet, done, sweet cheeks or hot foxy cakes lady. Or Fox, that was foxy lady, foxy lady, and he thinks he's charming, but really he's just mad creepy, like whew. next level. Just not like 
when they're brief was oh the characters are all kind of 16 to 20 something they're just like oh we'll just make them flirt a bit and be a Young, these these forty-year-old guys and girls in the writers' room. Um, what's a young person? They're just really horny, aren't they? They're just like really horny all the time. Okay, yeah, that works. Um, so talking about horny, um, we mentioned, you know, the thirst of the Wade oh. is something we always oh. keep an eye out for, and she didn't. She weren't just thirsting, mate. She got to drink. And she got to drink deep from the well of Quinn. I mean, Except it was Evil Wade. No. She was just any opportunity. She was just macking. She was on it and on him. Deep tongue, lipstick smeared action. You know, yeah, that's what it was. was. I think one scene definitely had that sort of cliche lipstick smear, like somehow halfway up his face. He was wearing Wade, like <laughs> for the for the listeners there. That you, I just watched Nate on video here. Dry wretch at the at the statement wearing Wade. Uh, it could be the new kind of like from Jean Paul Gaultier. Wade, the wettest of perfumes. <laughs> you know, no, just just, no, just thinking. No, don't it's, want. It's not for buy. me. Not for not for Nate. That's a. It's not but, the uh, it's not the odor toilette it, it way would frequent. It did feel feel fit the uh, that kind of soap femme fatale. Mm-hmm. Oh, her husband's dead. Oh no, his lookalikes here. It's fine. I mean, that was something we didn't really talk about. But man, they were cool with the fact that they were from another world, weren't they? That just was like yeah. whatevs. Move on. Oh, yeah, because nobody seemed bothered. She mentions to Kyle Beck. She's like, oh, yeah, I told him. Oh, okay. Yeah, he didn't care at all. She's I mean, like, yeah, well, if you can make me money. There's something <laughs> good. that maybe they have done it or something they looked into it on their world. Because she, when they're saying maybe. where they're from, she does mention, oh, you're from a parallel world without any hesitation. Yeah. So Either the idea of sliding or... didn't seem that insane to them at all, did it? Or it is like, a pure soap world and they're just that used to everyone having a double. Yeah, like the evil twin is just accepted as as a trope, as life on soap planet. I mean, uh, she she kind it. of says a couple of times, oh, it's pretty freaky looking at another one of me or something. But for most of it, she is totally fine with these two doppelgangers. Mm. There was there was one scene where I half expected Evil Way to suggest a threesome with the two Wades and Quinn, like that's that's how thirsty Evil Wade was. I, I thought that was going to be put on the table, and and there'd be that moment where Quinn looked at e- Good Wade, looked at Evil Wade, and 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 then it would be like the no no I couldn't, couldn't possibly, couldn't that would be wrong. So uh, he does seem quite disgusted by this world, in his defence. He does get up on his high horse pretty quick, uh, as as Quinn does. He is he is our moral hero for all times, Mister a paragon of ethics and virtue. He doesn't, he doesn't seem happy that they're using uh, Ed Edgelo. Awful. Joel Kohler was getting some serious props. 
Yeah. Um, when, you know, it can't have been many years since uh, Carter 95 came out. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, he could have just... Yeah, if he was promoting in Carter, then it would have been fine, wouldn't it? Um, exactly. But no, I... I go on. After, after you. I was just going to say I like this episode, but so you go on, go on. I do, but one thing I was quite curious about, where were the alternate Arturos and Rembrandts? Are they... I think they'd been disposed of as old people. I mean, I'm, I can't just, wonder how old Rembrandt would have been when he started his crying man career. Do you think he had a crying man career? Yeah, because that's... Any point? Crying man's like in the 60s and the 70s, isn't he? So it would have predated the uh, the the young people revolution. I mean, that might explain why no one recognised him. Because he just... Because they're just not into that yeah. stuff. Then it's not hip and not cool, but baby. It, you know, I would have... I would have liked to just maybe to see it in the background maybe alternate Arturo or alternate Rembrandt but do you know what I thought was interesting because I I thought they were going to show it more than anything so you had two doubles yeah I'm more more is always good the more the merrier when it comes to doubles definitely but do you know what I thought was interesting that Quinn and Wade are young people right they're in their 20s right Al Quinn and Al Wade and yet (laughs) The, the perspective of them in this episode was very old-fashioned. Like, their perspective seemed to be very much the writer's perspective because they were looking down on the other young people of this world quite... You know, they were they, they were quite superior, weren't they? They weren't, you know, like, oh, radical, fucks the lady, come on! <laughs> yeah, it was just like... Because it's more, it's more... This world is more than just age. This This world is also twisted by a, like a greed and ambition um and a capitalism that that isn't just you know that isn't actually something you think of when you think young people that's something you think of when you think people in the rat race who have committed over 30s definitely so i think the fact is what we see what we've got in this world is, is this interesting two facets this compounding uh, nature of the business and the young and it, and it basically i think the message is that it really ruins their lives it's a really really fucked world and that's you know we mentioned it before that when they when they leave they just admit that there's nothing we can do it's 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 screwed this place is uh, in a it's, I mean, it's gonna spiral and just keep getting worse if we're looking at it so you know really deeply they're kind of got to make it by 30 or you're no one um yeah, that could still apply to this world. Really? Well, are you, are you well, saying I'm no well, one, Nate? Not literally, no but you know, we do have a very there is now sort of quite a strong emphasis on you know making it younger rather than when you're. Yeah, up. I think there's there's more there's a there's a. I'm not saying it's a, a direct a translation, but there is a, I think, a bit of a. I think what we see in this world now is a loss of innocence, isn't it? That young people get to stay... Every generation thinks this when you look back, right? When you become an adult and you look back at the kids, it always seems that kids get... They grow up earlier and earlier, right? And especially with things like social media, I think that pressure of success um, is more apparent than ever to young people. And I, I do agree. It, it seems... It's interesting that they were telling this story in the 90s and it's still a story worth telling in yeah. 2021. Um, and there's some definite parallels there, and as as is always the the indicator of the best speculative fiction or science fiction is that when you know the great episodes of the original Star Trek 
will always be timeless and great episodes of original Star Trek, much like the great episode of Sliders. They work regardless of when you watch them because the, pa- the, the parable being told, the story being told, has a still fundamental relevant. connection to society and relevance. And this one still definitely rings true. Yeah. Good episode, man. I liked it. It was... Really good. It wasn't too serious. It was mm-hmm. fun. Good A I think plot. It, 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 I really was... liked the B plot of just Arturo Rembrandt mm. beating up some young people in a pub. I liked it. It I wasn't think... slow as well. It There wasn't it really moves. any draggy periods in this episode. It had a good pace. And I think that was the beauty of the, the whole good... Good serious concept, but soapy uh, sort of perspective on it, which was really fun. Uh, I, I just want to shout out the bit when Wade shoots um, the older guy, the henchman, with the gun in the study. It's just the way she fires that gun and oh, holds it. It's I just know what you so mean. It's just like dynasty. Casually, like from the hip, just bam, yeah. bam, bam, bam. Oh. That's one <laughs> cold-blooded bitch. Like, she is... 100% soap archetype. I think she Brilliant. she fully went for the soap bit with lots of so good. breathy speech. Yeah. She had a great um, time. Like gusto, gusto performance, gutsy performance, fun performance. Great. Yeah. Always fun when we get to see Wade do something different. I, I also want to shout out to the, the wig people in this episode. <laughs> that was the, my favorite bit. That was some proper <laughs> power hair she had. But the best bit is that bit when 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 Six Shirt is being shown the showing the video and he's like anybody, anybody could tell that's just that's just your Wade in a wig and it's just like oh man that is so brilliantly knowing what a nod to the whole characterization of that character which is just our Wade in a wig and it's just like and also he points it out I was like that's genius that's that is genius well done any, you guys you know this episode, wig is a bit dodgy <laughs> any episode where Wade is in a wig I'm down for. Long-haired Wade is is always exciting. Yeah, well, man, so, this, was, the, um, this was good. Another episode with the psychics when she's having the visions. We got we got Wade in a wig in that one. We did. Le- less good episode. Um, what what I'll say is I can't remember what your prediction was for this episode because we we're late recording this one. We're a bit late as you may already notice. Uh, blame Nathan for that delay. Um, however, we're back better late than never. It's going to be three weeks between episodes for this one, but. I can't remember if you predict what you predicted for the young, the relentless. Can you remember? I think it was very wrong. Probably. So, what is your prediction for season two, episode twelve, next week's or two weeks times episode or whenever we put it? So we might put it up sooner because of the Ooh, delay. We'll see. And it's called um, invasion. Uh, okay, just one word: invasion. Just invasion, baby. This is Ooh. straight up invasion. Okay. I have two. Go for it. Number one, um, probably not likely to happen. They're going to go back to a world, you know, 1944. We're going to have a big budget D-Day episode. Wow. Yeah. That would be cool. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. As much as I would like that one, I think it would be an interesting episode. Um, It had to be done very tastefully, though. Uh, number two, which is more likely, I, I don't think it's going to be an actual invasion. I think it's going to be one of those, like, someone thinks aliens are coming, but it's actually 
you know, it turns out it's some totally other minuscule thing that's happened. Like, it's all going to be building up to, oh, the aliens are coming. Oh, it was a smudge on my telescope. Not that literally, but I think <laughs> there's going to be something in this world that, you know, very little difference one, but I don't know. Okay. But some, I just think it's going to be not an actual invasion. That's my... Well, I remember this episode very well. So I will not give you any hints. Um, you know, like they're getting signals from space. No, it's actually just the ones they sent out like five years before bouncing off something. Okay. Well, I think it's going to be an interesting one. I'm really looking forward to doing it with you. Really looking forward to talking about it. Um, it's, a, it's an important episode. So, you know, oh, I'm going to say that. say that. But um, no, now I'm going to change my thinking. Well, I think both of your ideas were good. Good ideas. Strong ideas. Um, so, yeah, I, I am. Uh, I'm wondering how it's going to hold up. I'm really wondering how it's going to hold up because my memory of watching it when I was in my teens um is is fuzzy though i remember the concept very well so i'm wondering how certain elements are going to hold up to a watching today oh but, i'll be going into it fresh so we'll see yeah exciting so we'll be back at some point soon with episode uh what was this episode 21 20 what did i say at the beginning uh, 20, we'll be this back was episode 22, 22. Yeah. we'll be back with 20 this was episode 21 we'll 21. be back with episode back 22 uh, it, when we're back soon um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode please um, give us some feedback on social media on YouTube uh, on Reddit look I received we received some feedback um, between episodes on this one which definitely took on board definitely listen uh, don't always have to agree with everybody you know, and I don't expect you guys to always agree with our takes on things and I won't always agree with the feedback that's given but I do appreciate it being given because I know there is a passionate fan base um, for Sliders um, and there's a lot of love out there and look uh, we're with you we would love wouldn't it be great to see this come back yeah, like someone reboot sliders maybe jerry o'connell hands the reins oh. over to a new team in 2021 it's a great concept i think a, a modern take on sliders you know would be flipping awesome and i, I think would, the hope no, of that would, the dream I want jerry of jerry o'connell to stay and i'm not no well he could be the arturo couldn't he he could come back as the 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 older wise character, oh, and then and then other stuff. Circle. I will, however, say Nathan, it would be challenging for that to happen based on what happens in later seasons. Why would you say that? I mean, I'm not saying anything. That could mean a million oh, things. Oh no. That could mean a million oh, things, gosh. Nathan. He gets soil and greened, doesn't he? He gets soil and greened. I know. I know. I don't think he gets eaten. He gets soil and greened. I knew it. It could mean many things, but I do think there would be a challenge of bringing Joe O'Connell back if five seasons of Sliders were canon. Don't. Just, oh, don't say Just that. saying. I'm just worried saying. now. But the concept is nutty enough that I <laughs> they could probably write it in a way that they could do it. So... Um, but no, look, that was a really, really, really good episode. That's up there with the top two, three for me for the season thus far. Um, really, really enjoyed the Young and the Relentless. We'll be back soon with, with invasion. invasion. Until then, 
See you on the other side of the vortex. Bye. See how I said that like that was our sign off. And it has been forever and I've never said that before. But that's fine. Bye everyone. <laughs>